Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. This is an encore presentation of Armed American Radio. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Here we go. Round three, Armed American Radio's classic roundtable begins right now. Welcome to the ranch here in Georgia. Car Firearms Group Studios lit up for you. Mark Walter sitting in front of the Sig Sauer Platinum and Powerful Microphone, busting out on hundreds of radio stations around the nation right now. It's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Greg, over in Dallas, Texas, it's already the third hour. Can you believe it? Uh, no, I can't, actually. And keep this, now we've just mentioned in this during the break, but this is the last live roundtable of the year. That it is. We will not be live in the roundtable again until 2024. Incredible that that is two weeks out, right around the corner. But nonetheless, very strange. And why is that? Those of you who might be wanting to might be asking that question, because next weekend is Christmas Eve and on Sunday and the following Sunday, of course, is New Year's Eve. So everybody gets that off. Right. So we're going to tape up a couple hours for you right before the show. Or you're going to get fresh content in hour one and hour two. We'll never let you down there ever. And in the roundtable, well, we want the roundtable crew because it's the roundtable. We want these guys to have the time off. Of course, nobody's going to want to do this on a, on, a, on a Christmas Eve or a New Year's Eve. We wouldn't expect them to. We love them, and they're going to take that time with their families just like you are, just like I am, enjoy their families and their holidays, and we will have a couple encores. And I think we might even dig way back to some roundtables for some fun stuff as we run those on course. And, of course, just to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, we will be off on uh, Monday and Tuesday, both weeks as well. All right, so there you have it. Greg, would you be kind enough to tell people where to watch the program in high definition on their devices, television sets, et cetera, and participate in the chat? Sure. If you'd like to watch the show, all you got to do is just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. Across the top of that website, you're going to see the links to watch live, listen live, the podcast link to catch up anywhere you may have missed. And the shop link if you'd like to support the show. If you'd like to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Bam, pow, zam. Justin Moon, CEO Car Arms. We're in the Car Firearms Group Studios. How you doing, brother? Doing good. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure, man. I can't wait to get this conversation started with this crew. Brad, <laughs> Life Slinger CEO. How you doing, brother? Brad Primo, welcome in. Doing great, Mark. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. The pleasure is mine to have you here. And, of course, great Neil McCabe from Parts Unknown. Neil McCabe, RedState.com, RedState.com. How you doing, Neil? <laughs> hey, fantastic. Uh, Mark, Brad, Justin, glad to be with you guys tonight as we uh, close out the year. Yeah, as we close out the year. So 
I opened up the show with John Lott in the first segment of Hour One, guys. Just really shocked about where we are in the country as a whole. And, and when I see the left continue to go lower and lower and lower, it's almost mind-boggling. It, 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 it really truly does. It almost takes your breath away and you think, can these people go any lower? What am I talking about? Now, arguably it doesn't have anything to do with guns, but it's the roundtable and i got to have fun with this one. So, Justin, I'm going to start with you. You've likely seen the news story coming out of the Senate hearing room where there's been a uh, gay porno video shot. I mean, how did we get here, Justin? Well, yeah, I mean, you can, you can, uh, it's guaranteed that wow. the Democrats will be engaged in every, uh, every lewd act and every despicable action. So it doesn't surprise me at all that, uh, there was a, a gay, a dark gay Democrat making gay to porn in the Senate building. <laughs> it, I mean, <laughs> the fact that we're even talking about this, Justin's chuckling about it too. I mean, you sit here and go, what in the world? Where are we living? Brad Primo, CEO, Led Slingers. I'm going to warn you now. I know I don't need to warn you guys, you're pros, but we got to be Foxtrot, Charlie, Charlie compatible here as much as I'd really like to say what I want. I can't. So let's just be careful. <laughs> What the hell, Brad? <laughs> I, you know, I wish I could say I was surprised. You know, I mean, that's the thing is like when that story you started, you know, popping up on on Twitter and everywhere else. Uh, one, you know, I automatically knew exactly which party the person would be affiliated with. Of course, and I was I was completely unsurprised by it. You know, and that's really a, a sad statement in that when something like that happens. You know, my first reaction was just like, yeah, I'm not surprised. You know, and and I'm not surprised because. It's the same party that, that has been, been telling us for at least the last, I don't know, about 20, 30 years now that, that there's no such thing as right and wrong, absolute right and wrong, and anything goes. And as long as it makes you happy, that it's, it's okay. No one should have an opinion about it. And so it's, it's, it's you know, no surprise now we have a, a person working in the Senate who thinks, apparently thinks what he did is okay because it, it, this, this person – uh, his his sense come out and, and is trying to act like he's a victim in all this. Right, right, right. You know? And it's like, and that, and that is right out of their playbook. And I guarantee you, in his mind, his warped mind, he thinks he did nothing wrong. He can't see the, the fact that what he did was was uh, lewd. It was it was um, trashy and in in you know disrespectful. Of the building. This is the same building that, you know, the Democrats wanted to say that when January 6th happened, it was worse than 9-11 because that building is sacred. And then they turn around and do something like this, and it's been met with a big shoulder shrug by these same people. They're all a bunch of hypocrites and liars. Yeah, it is It is mind-boggling, and there is a story up right now on this. And, guys, what does this have to do with guns? Arguably, the topic has nothing to do with guns, but the media coverage does because it's all the same. It's biased. NBC News, I don't know if you saw the statements, Neil McCabe, from NBC News regarding this lurid, whatever you want to call it, that's not Charlie, Charlie friendly. But NBC News is framing this as, and let me pull this, let me pull the actual quote up from NBC. I have this here. Uh, where is it? They had, res- uh, they had a, a ridiculous headline that said conservative news outlets 
were reporting this. Senate staffer alleged by conservative outlets to have had sex in a hearing room is no longer employed. Well, I guess NBC News needs to be reminded that this clown filmed it himself and put it on social media himself and is now out making statements that everybody's homophobic and, well, guess what? He loves his job and would never disrespect his workplace. Dude, you got to help me with this, Neil. Yeah, well, you know, catch the phrasing, too. You know, no longer employed is uh, it's very, it, that's a very polite way of saying he was sacked. And he certainly was sacked. The, uh, I do want to also make the point that, uh, you know, Brad said that this guy, you know, it's no surprise, you know, what party he belonged to. There's another thing is he had no fear. And I've talked about this before on the show. Mm, it's just sort of it fascinates point. me. People who have no fear. I've interviewed people that I thought I had them dead to rights as a reporter. I thought I had the information. I thought I had this thing locked up and down. And when I talked to the guy, he had no fear because there was something I missed. And I, and I, you know, later on I found out why, you know, it was, it was on me, but I thought I had the goods on him and he had no fear. And there are guys who when Hunter Biden goes up to the steps of the Capitol and says, I, I threw your subpoena out with the garbage, right? He has no fear. This guy, he posted it himself. This was not some surveillance tape that somebody leaked to the media. He posted it himself. He was proud of it. He was thrilled. And he, he had no fear. Yeah, and I, I'm going to assume, and I know we're going to get ready to take a break here, but I'm going to assume the fear that you're referring to is he had no fear of repercussion, right? No fear of being fired, no fear of being arrested, no fear of being shamed by the community, no fear of losing his friends, no fear of anything. This is a kid who appeared in campaign 2020 campaign videos with right. President Biden. This is like one of their, but this is one of their hot shots, right? And believe me, his career is not over. His job is over with Senator Cardin. He had no choice. That kid's coming back. That kid's going to be a hero. That kid's going to give speeches in college campuses. Believe me, that guy will be in Congress in 10 years. (sighs) Okay, I'm glad we're taking a break right now. When we come back, I want to read you a statement from Tim Murtaugh who was Trump's 2020 campaign communications director, about what he had to say about it. And then we'll move on. But good heavens, ladies and gentlemen, we are absolutely living in an upside-down world. It is just insanity out there right now. And hopefully we can regain some sanity in less than a year from now. We'll be right back with the crew.
It's Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Ah, back indeed, back indeed. We've got three more segments left. The final roundtable of the year for 2023. Absolutely incredible. Welcome back to the Car Firearms Group Studios here at AAR Ranch in Georgia. Six-hour Mike, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom. All brought to you by the great X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Hey, guys, if you're building fires over the holidays, did you pick up cutting-edge firewood yet? You should. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. Make sure to check it out. Great cooking wood. We've been using it here at the ranch to heat the house in the wintertime. And the outdoor fire pits, it's wonderful. It's the best of the best. Lights with one match. True story. One match. Visit the site. You'll see all the videos there. Stuff's the real deal. And as far as cooking wood goes, over the years I have found nothing better. We've been using it here at the ranch for about two and a half, getting close to three years. In fact, I believe I'm putting in another order because they're going to be here later this week before the holiday. So I'm going to order another rack of that fantastic firewood. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. Support all our partners. I bet you never thought you could build a fire and support the right to bear arms at the same time. Welcome back, guys. So here's a statement from Tim Murtaugh, who was Trump's 2020 campaign communications director. And I am going to tie this to guns, ladies and gentlemen. And now we're talking about this Senate staffer and this lewd story that's out today and yesterday. But NBC framed this as conservatives' fault. That's because NBC sucks. And as Murtaugh says, here's his quote, NBC's framing of this is outrageous and belongs in the Media Bias Hall of Fame. A Dem senator staffer videotaped himself having sex in a Senate committee room, shared it online with others, and got fired when it became public. But NBC casts conservatives as the bad guys. That's Trump's 2020 campaign communications director, Tim Murtaugh. Let me start, Justin, I'll move over to you, and we'll, we'll tie this to, to you know, how, how does this tie to guns? Look, they've been getting away for years and years and years saying whatever they want to say. Media bias is nothing new to us as gun owners, Justin. I think you'll agree with that, right? Yep, I certainly do. I mean, uh, the media has not been fair to us. And as a result of that, NBC pulls something like this out. This just goes to what Neil was saying, that they have no fear. NBC feels that there's not going to be any repercussion. Brad, help me tie this back. It's easy to do. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, no repercussions because you have a friendly media. Uh, There's nothing but a propaganda uh, apparatus for the Democrats. And you know, uh, as I said earlier, I mean, we've been, you know, we basically have, have, I hate to say it, but maybe lost that battle in the culture war, um, where we can't call out despicable behavior for what it is because we get panned as the bad guys. They use that, they use that weapon, that club to make us look bad, and we want to stand up and say, hey, that's not right. Well, you know what? You get painted as a bad guy. You get painted as, you know, being mean and hateful and whatever phobic, you know. They, they try to make you look stupid and, and hateful even just for saying something is right or wrong. When it comes to our gun rights, Neil, this is evidence, more evidence, as if we need more, but it is yet again more evidence when we see comments like this on NBC regarding this particular story. This is what they've been doing to us for many, many, many years. They've been framing us as the bad guy, etc. We can believe absolutely nothing that they say, and this is just more proof that these people will literally look at the camera at midnight and tell you, with, as you said, to use your words, with no fear that the sun is shining because they know they can get away with it. 
I don't know how do we get that back from the media? Is it even possible to take it back? You've spent your career in the media. Or if we just lost it, is it just gone and we just, you know, a large portion of the country has to sit back and go, well, it's just the way it is. We just have to deal with it. Yeah, there's this, uh, there's this idea, right, where, where you complain about the social media, you know, giants and everything being against conservatives. And you have sort of our libertarian buddies will say, well, build your own Facebook, you know, build your own Google. But, you know, the, the media and the social media giants that are dr- really driving the traffic to the media, you know, they, they were built with, uh, with government grants, with government protections, with government contracts. Um, Google was basically, Google, the search engine, was built by the CIA. And um, I first learned about Google when I was, uh, before I was in Army Public Affairs, I was in an Army military intelligence unit. And, and there was a classified version of Google that we used when we were, when we were doing uh, research projects for the Defense Intelligence Agency. And so, you know, it, 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 what we're up against is, you know, it's like fighting City Hall. And so, really, the only thing we can do is, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you have programs like this. You know, we have uh, we have you know we have social media like Truth Social. We have Getter. Frankly, uh, I think Twitter or X is you know it's better than it used to be. It could be a lot better. A friend of mine, uh, Alan Jacoby, who's the host of MAGA Mornings, he just had his uh, account taken away from him because he was criticizing an establishment Republican who uh, who criticized Trump. It's when it comes to guns, though, Mark. You know. they're, they they really really believe that we are crazy, and the problem that we have relying on the Republican Party and Republican politicians is that the staffers, consultants who are running the Republican Party, they think we're crazy too, and there's a lot of Republican politicians who think we're crazy, and and I just don't know what to do about it. Like, I just, I don't think we're going to flip NBC. I don't think we're going to flip CBS. No, And it's like, you know, you watch what happened. You know, look at CNN's ratings. CNN's ratings, you know, you look at, if you looked at the chart, it looks like Sonny Bono's last ride, right? But, you know, they're not going to change. They they, they didn't see the the ratings collapse and say, wow, we've got to pivot to, we have to pivot back to our audience and find an audience. No, (laughs) they're like all. They double down. I was watching the Caitlin Collins town hall, President Trump, and I'm saying to myself, is, you know, am I delusional or is this going really well for President Trump? Like, it just seemed like it was going really well. And they cut it short. It was supposed to be 90 minutes. And going into the last commercial break, they just said, no, that's it. We're done. Like, they actually cut it short that's because it was because going so well for Trump. That's because it was going so well. And they yeah, but the ratings were phenomenal. They don't and care. They said, "Wait, they said, oh, ratings phenomenal with Trump. Uh, we're going to fire our CEO who set this up. That, that's where they're at." Well, you know, I, look, I don't like to admit defeat, Justin. I don't like to admit defeat. You know that, and I know you certainly don't either. When it comes to the mainstream media, though, as Neil just said, 
you know, we're not going to change CBS. We're not going to change NBC. We're getting ready to take a break, Justin, so I'll throw this to you now. When we come back, I'll go back to you. Do we at this point regarding media just throw our hands up and say the hell with it? We've lost it. Is it even worth the fight now? As gun owners, obviously, we have to continue to fight the fight in the mainstream press. We do that through shows like this and others. But nonetheless, in the bigger picture, do we just hang up our hat? And if we do that, are we giving them what they want? Isn't that what they want us to do? We'll go back to Justin Moon when we come back. There's no easy answer to this, guys. There, there, there has never been an easy answer to this. There really, truly isn't. But I'll tell you at least what we do here at the ranch when we throw it back to Justin when we come back. Don't go away. Two more segments left with the crew. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, guys. You still have time to do that and visit. And this is a great site for you because everything that you see at MyPillow that's on sale is visible to you at the Armed American Radio MyPillow page. It's MyPillow.com slash Armed American Radio. MyPillow.com slash Armed American Radio. Pick up some slippers. Pick up whatever it is you want from MyPillow.com. Use the AAR promo code right there. Get those discounts and show them that you thank them for supporting the right to bear arms. Believe me, it's companies like that that help us get the word out. It's why we have a show. Please support the businesses that support us and support you. And because that's what they do. They support you. And that's why we're on the air. So that's the way the equation works, guys. Okay, we scratch each other's backs. And that's how we keep these conversations alive. Justin, I want to go back to you here in the Car Firearms Group studios of all places. You know, I don't get up at the ranch anymore and immediately turn on quote-unquote news. Fox and Friends doesn't go on in the morning. CNN doesn't go on. Fox Business. If I do do anything, it might be Fox Business if I want to look at what the markets are doing or something like that. But aside from that, I don't wake up. None of those goofball clown morning shows have ever gone on in my house. But I don't want to stress myself. That's because that's what it's gotten to be. It's so stressful. Why would you want to start your day being fed a bunch of garbage and being stressed? It's like waking up and going to Twitter and reading political hate all day long just to start your day. I have plenty of time to do that. And that goes to the bigger picture. I already know the media's lost. I'm sure you know the media's lost as well. But well, the good, well, do we well, the give good in? News is that, the good news is that nobody watches uh, CNN, CBS, or MSNBC. Everybody's watching Tucker Carlson on on his new channel. Oh, he gets hundreds but of millions that, of views. Yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, everybody knows that the uh, that the legacy media are basically a propaganda arm of the deep state, and uh, the American public's just not buying their crap anymore. Is half the country buying it, though, Justin? Is the other half that disagrees with us buying it, or do they know it as well, just don't want to admit it? Well, if you look at the polls, they don't buy it, because Democrats are buying guns on droves right now. There's a big rebellion. <laughs> that's, a gr- that's a great point. That's that's, yeah. that's You're spot on with that. That's a great point. In fact, we were just talking with John Lott about that in the first hour of the program. Brad, I don't like to give in, but when it comes to mainstream media, maybe we throw the towel in. Maybe we do what we do here, 
the hell with them, which is kind of what we do anyway. But maybe we get to a point we don't even bother quoting these lunatics anymore. We just move on from them. Is that are, are, are we is it a failure on our part that we give up or do we keep trying to fight that fight? No, it's, it's not a failure. It's not giving up. It's, it's adapting to the conditions on the battlefield. I mean, that's what you have to do. The enemy has a say uh, in, in, in how you conduct things, and you have to adapt that and, and move forward with the plan. I, I haven't watched the national news in, in years uh, yeah. because the, the bias is, is so explicit that there's no point in even paying attention to it. And you know, one thing we have to remember also that I have to remind myself, uh, you know, at times is that, you know, those of us on this show, we, we tend to pay attention to a lot of things. I think a lot of listeners probably pay attention to a lot of things. But as a rule, I'd be willing to bet that the, probably the people listening right now and those of us here at the round table, you want, we're probably more plugged in uh, to current events than your, your average person. Most people out there right now don't really know what's going on. They don't pay attention. They don't watch the news. They have their opinions, and, and that's it. They may watch the local news. Um, this this deal go on in the Senate, you know what, they may they may see a little bit about it on social media or something like that. They're not going to get too involved in it, and they're not going to have much of an opinion. Is That's that a bad thing? Are. Is um, that a bad I thing? Think it's, I think that at times it could be, but it's also a good thing in the sense that, you know, that also means you have a lot of people who are not just being completely brainwashed by the left right now. Yeah, that's a good point. But when it comes to our gun rights, we do need to be plugged in, right? And I think most gun owners are absolutely. And I can't say most gun owners because there's a lot of gun owners. I know Justin will agree with this, and, and Neil, you probably will too. I'll go to you with this question too. But we want most gun owners to be plugged in, and as a voting block, most gun owners are. Hence, why you can turn an election like you did in the state of Virginia when gun owners come out to vote. The left fears gun owners coming out to vote because they know, for the most part particularly guys like us, will be single-issue voters. We are going to vote our guns, period. So is it really a bad thing that people are not paying that much attention to it anymore, to take off what Brad just said, Neil? Well, you know, I've always said that, you know, they're, the left's concern with gun owners or gun, so-called gun violence, right, these gun panics that they spit up, spin up. It's not really concerned about crime or violence, right? Right, like, I mean, right. How could that even be? How could it even be true that they cared about gun violence or crime with guns? What they care about is that gun ownership creates a, it changes your it changes you as a person. It changes you as a citizen, right? The people who, especially people who carry concealed carry what you know, people who carry concealed. They're like the shepherds amongst us, right? And 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 you take on stewardship uh, of of your area when, you, when you're carrying, and you're in a supermarket or a park. You have a you have a you have a different awareness than somebody who's just strolling along. And and that change, part of that change is that you feel part of that gun owning community. And that's the block you're talking about, and that's what they want to destroy. You know, Mark, you, you remember, right, say 10 years ago, the left got all these, put all these uh, ministers on the payroll to try to outlaw hunting on Sunday, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> and it wasn't right. because they love our Lord. It was because 
if you can't hunt on Sunday, you basically, there's no reason to go hunting on the weekend if you can only do it on Saturday till midnight. And they just wanted to destroy hunting as an activity, as something, as a legacy that passed on through the generations because they want to destroy that culture um, that votes the wrong way because everything to them is a political problem. Justin, you've touched on gun ownership right now. Women, minorities, particularly blacks, are buying guns at record numbers. John Lott gave us the figures in the first hour. Black Americans are buying guns at a rate 220% higher than the rest of the average gun buyers in the country right now. Women are up in the double digits. So I guess what people see on the quote-unquote news isn't making a difference to them. I'm really not sure how to articulate the question that's in my head right now, but the numbers speak for themselves, do they not? And you as a manufacturer, you see this, you feel this. Yeah, I mean, right now the culture has shifted. Uh, And among the minority communities, whether it be black, Hispanic, Latinos, or, or even Asian communities, there's a great new awakening and awareness of the MK Ultra program. And so uh, all these mass shootings which are happening, people are kind of figuring out that it's probably a, a government, you know, huge. So does this change the voting block in these cities, Justin? Let's take a look at Chicago, for example. There's a, a very large percentage of minorities in Chicago, mainly black, but not just black, Asian and Hispanic as well that are saying enough is enough. We're sick of what's happening in this city. They're not doing anything about it. We're done voting for this for this party that is not doing anything for us and hasn't for years. So does combined with what you just said with that, does that change? Does that voting, I, I, or do we see change I, in cities like Chicago? Finally, yeah, I think Trump will get 40 percent of the black male vote, probably 55 percent of the Hispanic male vote, not 60 Look, I don't think you're off on those numbers, Brad. When we come back from the break, I want to go there with you because he had the highest percentage of black and Hispanic voters of any Republican in history. And it's my personal based on what I'm seeing anyway. And there's some continuity through some of these polls. I generally don't like polls, but when you begin to see the same things in poll after poll after poll, well, You might want to start taking a look at it and take some stock in it. But I I believe the same thing. I believe what Justin just said. We'll go back to Brad Primo when we come back. Final segment of the roundtable right after this. Don't go away, guys. We'll be back with Brad, Neil, and Justin right after the break. letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. Sebastian Gorka, love him. Thanks for that rejoin, Seb. Gotta love it. Car Firearms Group Studios lit up for you here at the ranch in Georgia. One more segment left in this. This is the final live segment 
until the first of the year, until after the first of the year, 2024. Wow, time is just flying right by. Six-hour mic is lit up for you. X Insurance is presenting all of it. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom. And we got the regular crew here today. Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. Brad Primo, CEO of Lead Slingers. You can thank them. And Daniel Defense, if you're watching the video on your devices or television screens, we appreciate that very much. And also, of course, the great Neil McCabe from Parts Unknown, but really from... Uh, Massachusetts there. It's not really parts unknown. Brad, let me go back to you. I'll, I'll toss it over to you, and then I'm going to throw another question out to everybody at the table. Go for it. Well, you know, the, the important thing about, you know, gun owners being, being active is, you know, we, we have, you know, a message that I think appeals to most people. And, you know, we're making inroads um, with minority communities, um, as we should be, because unfortunately, there's a lot of these folks that are trapped in urban hellholes uh, that have been created by Democrats. And, you know, I think one of the reasons why the Democrats fear Donald Trump so badly is because, you know, he was actually fairly popular with Hispanics and African-Americans. And Republicans only have, to, only have to capture uh, not a huge percentage of both of those groups. And the Democrats will never win another election again in this country. They know it. And so, you know, we're close. And, you know, the, the, the issue of gun ownership is, is one of those ones that could be a winning issue with those groups because, you know, they understand that being able to arm yourself means that you truly have control, you know, some con- a say in what happens to you. You know, you no longer have to just be a victim and live in fear in a neighborhood in, in these economic plantations that Democrats have created for these folks. You can arm yourself and you can take care of your own business. You know, and that's exactly what Democrats fear. And that's, you know, probably one reason why they hate guns so bad is why they hate guns are so bad. That's sure. why they also fear Donald Trump. That's absolutely right. And well said. And, and, Neil, there's a couple schools of thought here. OK, and this is going to be fun to watch. I, I was talking with this about Dr. John Lott. Yeah, and I asked Justin this question as well. But my personal belief is that we're going to see a shift. There will now. There's going to be a lot of different. There's two. Like I said, there's a couple schools of thoughts here. You've got gun owners out there that are going to buy guns, go through the you know the jump through the hoops to do it, and continue to vote Democrat and continue to be anti-gun. But I have my gun. I jump through the hoops. I don't mind. We still need more gun control, but I have my gun. Right. Then you've got that other group that's going to say, you know what? No. I'm not going to continue to vote with this party that wants to take my guns. I have a gun for the very reasons Brad was just telling us. Not to go ahead and rehash that. Those are the two groups. The question is, and this is what's going to be fascinating, and I asked John Lott this at CrimeResearch.org today, what will we see happen going forward in these elections with these huge new blocks of gun owners? Well, you know, before, you know, it it was pretty much, uh, you know, gun owners in the cities tended to vote for Democrats, and gun owners in the country and in the suburbs tended to be Republican. And I think that what one of the things that we're seeing with the movement of minority voters to the Republican, or not so much the Republican, but to the, the, the Trump sort of MAGA position, is that they feel that whereas before the Democratic Party was, was their advocate and was protecting them, but that's no longer the case. And so the Democrats find themselves in a position where if they go after gun rights, if they go after gun rights in a serious way, they're also going to be bumping up against people in the cities who are no longer going to just roll with them and trust the Democrats to protect them and trust the police to protect them. 
because that that ship has sailed. And and that in large part, Neil, that's because the numbers that the Democrats are throwing at us with these fake gun violence archive numbers and these fake mass shooting numbers are all coming from inner city Democrat run cesspools. Let me just put it. Those are the people that are living there and feeling those numbers. They can't have it both ways. And so the people living in these neighborhoods, right, they're like, hold on, sunshine. I live here and I know what's really going on. Those people used to be loyal to the Democratic Party because of a legacy of generations of voting for the Democratic Party. And crime is one of the number one reasons why these neighborhoods, and you see it, the movement in New York City is absolutely frightening to Democrats. If you look at some of these neighborhoods, especially in Queens and Brooklyn, they are just abandoning the Democratic Party wholesale. The Republicans are doing nothing to exploit it. It's completely organic, and they're going to find themselves in a lot of trouble if they keep going. The problem is you know, the, the demand signal that the Democrats listen to is the donors, and the billionaire donors want guns out. All right, Justin, let me go to you on this. Your family knows a little bit about coming to the United States, freedom, what it means to be armed and have the right to keep and bear arms to protect and defend ourselves. For crying out loud, you own Car Firearms Group. You know, this is something that I've never understood that the Republicans, they've never done, as Neil just said, I'll use his words, they've never exploited this. You've got people coming to this country, for example, from Mexico, who we should be embracing as far as gun ownership, because they're coming from countries where they don't have a right to keep and bear arms. But the Republicans don't seem to do that. The Democrats seem to get their way and turn them against gun rights, even though this is a block of people we're seeing now whose gun ownership rates are, in fact, increasing. Imagine if the Republicans exploited that. We'd have a whole new crop of gun owners probably likely voting their guns, wouldn't we, Justin? Well, I don't think we can count on the Republicans to do anything. I think, you know, what we do have is we have the Trump voter and the Trump coalition. And I think we need to make that the new Republican Party. I think that's already been done. Brad, I think what just I agree with Justin. I think that's already been done. And the numbers that are out today, I think Trump in Iowa now is like 70 percent. You know, DeSantis's campaign, my my guess is it's going to wind up collapsing here soon. But Trump's going to run away with this. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's Trump's nomination to lose. And, you know, I think that, you know, it's pretty obvious. You can just tell by the behavior of, of other people in kind of in the, the Republican sphere. Um, they all, uh, whether they like it or not, you can tell some of them, a lot of them don't. They understand that, that Donald Trump is in charge of the party and Trump voters are going to determine the, the future of the Republican Party, or at least the near future of the Republican Party. And they understand it's a sizable amount of people uh, that they're going to have to deal with. And I think that's a good thing because, you know, the the, the corporate Republican Party uh, is every bit as bad as the Democrats in the sense they don't care about us, right? I mean, it's just like what Neil always says, the party of Washington. And, and the party of not so, Washington, that's right. Right, exactly. And so, you know, this is the party of not Washington making our voices heard, and in, in Donald Trump is our spokesperson right now. That's That's the long and short of it. And the Democrats fear that more than anything else. Guys, we're going to have to call it quits. I'm going to have to tell you Merry Christmas right now. And thank you for being here. We're going to see you next year, believe it or not. That's crazy to say already. But um, enjoy your Christmas Eve 
and your New Year's Eve. Brad Primo, CEO of Lead Slingers, we love you, brother. Neil McCabe, we love you, you know that. And Justin Moon, same thing, we love you to death. Thanks for being here each and every week, man. You guys are fan favorites for a reason. You make the roundtable what it is every single Sunday. Thank you guys for being here. Make sure to check them out. Check out Lead Slingers. Check out Neil at redstate.com, redstate.com. And make sure to check out Car Arms. I've got a slew of them. You should holster a few of them as well. In fact, put them in a crossbreed holsters while you're at it. Remember, guys, this is all brought to you by X Insurance. Visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you live again after the first of the year, but we'll have two tape shows for you coming up next week on Christmas Eve and on New Year's Eve. Enjoy your day, guys. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 